Dealing with life's problems. Dealing with life's problems. For those of us who claim that we cannot find God, or saying that God is evading us, have you considered that it is not God that is hiding or evading? Sometimes the very things we are involved in block us from getting close to God. You know God is holy. And those that see him and talk to him must be holy or at least have some holiness or at least claim to know Christ or want to know Christ in order for you to even talk to God. Have you ever tried just walking up and talking to a movie star? Walking up and talking to a big time politician? You got to get through all their people first. But we just going to talk to God. Think about it. We are free moral agents. So God will allow us to do whatever we want. Adam and Eve, they were a perfect example. God said don't, they did. He will give us guidance and counsel, but he will also give us latitude. We will have plenty of instruction, but still have the will to make our own decisions. Huh? God will even use our problems, such as what we're going through now with this virus and all the other maladies in the world who haven't stopped or haven't stopped just because we're going through a virus and we're going through uh, uh, social, uh, whatever they call this. We got to stay away from each other, six feet apart, got to stay at home, can't work. The world hasn't stopped just because we're going through issues. God is just letting us see how weak we are. We're just human beings, but we think we are more than we are. Huh? And I'm going to tell you something. We all have problems. And God will use even our problems to help us find him in a new and better way if we want him. This is a perfect opportunity. Hmm? If we never had a problem, we wouldn't know God could solve them. And we wouldn't know what faith in God could do. Yes, through it all, we learn to trust in Jesus. And through all of it, we learn to trust in God. You see, the question for us will be, will we be in the group who at the end of this, whatever the problem may be, a virus, a cancer, loss of a loved one, a termination, a divorce, whatever the issue may be, will we be the one at the end of this who goes beyond the problem and learns and grows? Or will be or will we be one of those who makes matters 
worse. Because while we were trying to get rid of this problem of ours, whatever it may be, we added other issues. Drinking, smoking, sexing, whatever. Trying to make ourselves feel better without God. That's, don't do that. Good God. I could call that a couple of things. None of it would be good. It doesn't matter what the problem is. If we're willing to listen to God, he has the answer. Will it be painful? Yes. Many times it's going to be painful. But that pain may bring us closer to God and what he wants for us. Did you know that God is not concerned with getting us out of the problem as much as he is concerned with getting us through the problem, whatever it may be? The choice is always ours, how we deal with it all. You see, God's way is seldom out, but through. We have to climb some high mountains sometime. We have to tunnel some low, rocky valleys sometimes. We may lose a job, several jobs. We may lose a marriage, perhaps several marriages. Did we learn anything through it? Or did we just go to the next one with the same problems we took from the last one? We may lose a loved one and so forth, and so on. Are we getting any closer to God through all these maladies? Think about it. Anything you cannot resolve is a problem, by definition. Problems bring us to the end of ourselves. We may be helpless, lost, and afraid, but if we submit this to God, he will always bring us through. Just because he doesn't solve it like you want it to be solved, that doesn't mean God is not bringing us through. Things don't always happen the way we want them to. And, 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 and thank God. He has his own reasons, which we don't have to understand, and nor can we. God always knows what is best. Oh, bless his name. God always knows what is best for us, despite the appearance of the problem or the circumstance. God is Constantly teaching, leading, guiding, directing, and comforting us if we let him. Stop bucking God. Huh? God beckons us to look inward, to submit to him and be transformed. Are we really going to admit if we need an attitude adjustment? 
Are we really going to admit that? Most of us know because we don't even know it ourselves. Maybe God hasn't blessed us with a mate. At least yet. Because he's still working on us. So to give us a mate, it, it just wouldn't end well. It just wouldn't go well. Huh? You didn't think about that, did you? Some of us, we don't want to think about that. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Well, that's something wrong right there. Because you don't think anything's wrong. All of us have issues that we brought from our childhood. And some of them are unresolved. And we take them right into our teenage, right into our young adulthood, and right into our adulthood. And then what happens? We meet somebody. And they've got their issues. Now you got two issues that you have yet to be resolved. And what happens? The irresistible object runs into the immovable force and you've got a problem. Yeah, yeah. God is trying to open our hearts and God is trying to open our mind to receive more of him. Because that's really all that matters in this world. More of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't, you don't have to agree with it. But the most thing that matters in this world is how much God you get. That, that's why you hear folks say, oh, he need Jesus. Yeah. And that ain't no joke. That ain't no comedy. Huh? Somebody say he needs to have a little talk with Jesus. That's real. He needs a Jesus talk. That's real. He needs a come to Jesus meeting. That's real. Stop playing with that. God is making changes in us so that we pick the right mate. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. I said God is making changes in us through a whole lot of ways that we don't agree with so that we pick the right mate mate and also so that we'll be the right person for that mate i know you don't like this i know you don't want to hear it, but it's real it's true will we allow god to open our eyes and see us for who we are and see him for who he is or will we fight him with stubbornness if God starts to shine a bright light in our lives, illuminating all of our hurt, all of our pain, all of our wounds, all of our weaknesses and brokenness, all of that brokenness, will we allow his healing touch? Will we say, Lord, you're God. You do you, Lord. Do what you have to do, and I'm in full submission. Or will we claim to just be fine? Lord, I'm, I'm good. It's him. Lord, I'm good. It's her. Is that your position? Lord, he got the problem. Lord, she got the problem. Lord, they got the problem. Why is it everybody else always has the problem? Sometimes the problem is staring right at you in the mirror. Yeah, I know you don't like this stuff, but it's real. 
and it's necessary. When we have problems, one of the best things we can do is look inward. Yeah. Maybe we are the problem. You know, when I was in college, uh, that was, gosh, in, in the 80s, early 80s. Um, I remember in biology class, the instructor was talking about what he called the iron monkey. And he gave us an illustration of uh, three monkeys. And he said, uh, three little baby monkeys, real monkeys. And he said what they did as an experiment in when he was going through his college days, he said uh, in his biology class is they brought three monkeys into the class, three little baby monkeys. And he says, now we're going to experiment. People thought they were going to kill the monkeys and thank God that's not what they were going to do. But they then brought in three mother monkeys, but one was a real mother monkey. One was a iron mother monkey and the other was a cotton mother monkey. And they placed these mother monkeys with these three baby monkeys. Now, the one with the cotton mother monkey, uh, oh, he he held on to her and, and it appeared that she was holding on to him. But, of course, she really wasn't because it was just cotton. But he held on and he ate well and he did well and he adjusted well and he acted like, you know, he had some sense. <laughs> Somebody said he acted like a monkey. Well, no, he acted like a little baby monkey, but he was fine. He was cool, as they say. And But then after a couple of days, he realized she ain't really responding to me. And he started having social issues, start screaming and yelling and, and just acting a monkey, start really acting up. And they said, okay, it got to the point where uh, the, the doctor said, okay, no, we, we, we got to take him off, off the monkey. And then they looked at the iron monkey. The iron monkey, he was even worse. The one with the iron monkey mother, he felt that cold steel. And day one, he went off. What is this? I mean, he just started screaming, throwing stuff. I mean, he just started jumping up and down, and 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 the doctor said, "No, no, 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 we 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 can't do this. We 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 got we got to take him off, because it just it was unproductive." But the one that had the real mother monkey, complete total adjustment, everything was fine. Loved his mama. His mama hugged him, and he was just oh, just taking his mother's milk, and everything was beautiful, and everything was fine. That was experience. You say, what did we learn from this? What we learned is. Those of us who have a poor upbringing have poor adjustment and we adjust to others in a bad way. And some of us have grown up with a cotton mother monkey experience. Some of us, unfortunately, have grown up with an iron mother monkey experience. And now our adjustment to others is we have abandonment issues. We, we are angry because we're getting no response, at least not the response we want. Everybody's cold to us. And so therefore we are cold to everybody else. We yell, we scream, we fight. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, our problems are sometimes inherited by how we grew up and we take those problems into another relationship with someone else. Huh? And they have no idea we're an iron monkey. They have no clue, but they find out soon enough. And in most cases, those relationships do not work. We go from one to the other until we find out we are the problem. So our problems can be a gift or a hindrance. When we are constantly protesting and in denial that we might be the problem, we are actually arguing with God as if he's wrong about us because he made us. And, and we're basically saying, well, you made me wrong. Ooh, so you talk to God that way. I'm not getting into all that stuff with all these sexual issues with people saying I should have been a male, I should have been a female. I'm not going there. No, that, that's not what we're doing today. No, 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 we ain't doing that. Let's just talk about general problems. Stop telling God that he's wrong. Oh, the serenity of just letting God be God. We are in a losing argument, for God's sakes. Huh? We can only win by submission and acceptance. Know who you are. When it comes to God, know your place. Yeah, God can say that. Yes, God that is who I am. Can you say that? Yes, God, that is who I am. When he tells you who you are, say, yes, God, that is who I am. As awful as it may sound. You know, I've gone to a, a lot of uh, AA meetings, not as a member, but, uh, well, I was a police officer for, for 23 years, so I've had a lot of reasons to do a lot of things. And one of them was to go to these type places to do various things, you know, we won't get into all that. In that meeting, you get to hear the beginning of the meeting. Let's say it's 20 people there. And uh, the members will stand up and say, my name is Nam Elware. And I'm an alcoholic. I'm glad to be here. And the next person. My name is John Doe. And I'm an alcoholic. And I'm glad to be here. My name is Jane Doe. And I'm an alcoholic. And I'm glad to be here. And they go on and on and on. And anyone who cannot stand up and admit who they are and what their name is, you've got no place there. And the instructor says that because if you can't admit who you are and what you are, you're not trying to get help. You don't think you need help. And that's where a lot of us are having major, major issues. You see, some of us think we are hurting when in fact we're breaking God's heart. Yeah. Some of us think we're the victim when, in fact, we're the suspect. <laughs> Hosea 11 and 8 says, God said, how long 
will I help you? Because you're breaking my heart. For God's sake, Israel, how many chances do you need? When are you going to get the clue that you're wrong? Matthew 23, 37 says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones all those God sends to her. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. Huh? That's where a lot of us are. God wants to help us so bad, but we just won't let him. God knows we're having problems and issues. He knows we're hurting. He knows we're in pain. He knows we're broken. And he's saying, let me fix you. Let me help you. And we just won't. We don't understand we're an iron monkey. Hmm? God is not avoiding us. God is not denying us. God doesn't misunderstand us. He's God. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. Come on now. God is trying to redeem us. God is trying to restore us. God is trying to transform us. God is trying to repair us. God is trying to heal us. If we would only allow ourselves to get out of our own way, God could help us. If only we would allow God to plant us, we would grow. Hmm? God so wants to give us a new life. But are we willing to go through the vicissitudes of life to get it? Some of us just don't want to go through nothing. I ain't going through nothing. Wow, really? Are we just resigning to the ways of the world? Or are we submitting or going to submit to the will of God? You know, I'm going to stop right there and, and we're just going to have to do a part two. I'm, I'm not going to rush through this. It's just too important. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for your, your care of us. We don't like our problems. We, we, we can't stand them. But Lord, we realize this life since Adam and Eve ate us out of house and home and, 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 and ate of that tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's what's happening to us right now. Every virus we go through, every disease we go through, every problem, every pain, every issue, this is our world. This is where we are. And Father, we just ask that you lay your nail-scarred hands upon us. Help us through this. Help us not to understand it, but to accept the fact that this is who we are. We're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. In us that is in our flesh dwelleth no good thing. And this world is full of folks just like us. And we need you. Now help us to depend on you. Help us to, to surrender to you and submit to you. In the name of Jesus, this is our prayer. And we thank you for the answer and the blessing. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. And I'll see you in part two. God bless you. Look at this on uh, Apple or Spotify podcasts. God bless.